As the crowd continued to grow, the angry mob began to gather around the castle. The old man in the ivory tower said to his worried family, Fear not, simply create a story to tell all the farmers that the ones who live in the town are the reason their freedoms were restricted. Then all the peasants will fight amongst themselves. His family grew concerned the people would figure out this obvious deception. The old man smiled because he had played this game before. He knew it is easier to fool the people than to convince them that they had been fooled. Our society is intentionally being pitted against itself right now. To unravel this story, here's some facts for those who are beginning to question the very real COVID virus, why it's here, and some practical advice for those who see what will happen now and over the next few years. No matter what your beliefs are, temporarily lay down those beliefs and be skeptical to what you see. Our beliefs are nothing more than filters for reality, a coping mechanism to block out what you don't want to hear. Going in as a skeptic gives your mind permission to listen. There are three simple questions to ask. Why, how, and what? Many of you have been seeing what's been going on for a while, and to be frank, the constant barrage of bad news is no longer beneficial to your mental health. But there's a new crop of people who've started to get an idea of what the world is, and you're frustrated and depressed because it seems like there's nothing that can be done. That is only partially true. To understand what you can do about the world slowly deteriorating in front of your very eyes, you need to be aware of the situation you are in. Why is all of this happening? All of us are in the midst of the kind we're used to with traditional rifles and bombs. This is about information. This is a form of non-violent air that has an incredibly high rate of success. People can plan for what they know, but they cannot prepare for something they are unaware of. This information war is in full swing and we are losing, badly. The news you read will be different from the news your friend reads, which is different from the news their friend reads. All of us are operating on a different worldview. Because of this, it makes any sort of meaningful resistance very difficult to materialize. If no one can agree on the actual problem, it makes combating that problem very difficult as everyone has their own different opinions over the best course of action. This is exasperated by the global media. If you have dipped your feet in that rabbit hole, you should be aware by now that the entirety of the mainstream media is just another arm of the unelected intelligence community. While this is beginning worse lately, it has been this way for over 50 years. You have people who submit pieces to other two American journals. Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks. This, I think, gets into the kind of uh, getting into the details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd like to get into an executive session. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to the national news services, AP and UPI? Well, again, I think we're getting into the kind of detail, Mr. Chairman, that I'd prefer to handle in executive session. Literally everything you see on any mainstream media source, be it news, Netflix, billboards, magazines, YouTube videos, advertisements, or cable TV shows, are controlled and deliberately released to provoke certain reactions from you and everyone else. Virtually everything your mind is consuming. Through this, they are able to control the global conversation. Whatever the media is talking about, we assume everyone else is talking about it. Through the use of repetition, the opinions they present to us we think are everyone else's opinions, or at least the majority. 
the sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media the majority of these media platforms are there for nothing more than to parrot whatever message is demanded by the biggest contributor. Amazon has transformed its operations in response to COVID-19 to protect employees and keep packages flowing. And that is how it works. It's like a house of mirrors where you're seeing the same thing over and over and over again, except it's distorted. This division of inaccurate information divides us against one another. The truth is, most of us aren't buying into it. But because the global conversation is constantly talking about the same subjects throughout different mediums, we think that is what other people's beliefs are. We get stuck in a groupthink mentality, something science, many decades ago, has proven to be very powerful. This has the very unfortunate effect of changing the thoughts and feelings of many people so that they fall in line with the conversation. The subject denies the evidence of his own eyes and yields to group influence. Sometimes we go along with the group because what they say convinces us they are right. This is called informational conformity. But sometimes we conform because we are apprehensive that the group will disapprove if we are deviant. This is called normative conformity. It reveals how people will deny what they see and submit to group pressure. It allows us not only to observe conformity, but to study the conditions that increase or reduce its occurrence. We are easily manipulated with this process. Until this global manipulative conversation from the mainstream media is silenced, all of us will continue to be operating on conflicting and false worldviews. This is just the surface of the information war that has been quietly humming along for centuries, slowly changing the world and our perceptions of it little by little, until we find ourselves in this current inverse clown world we are in today. Our universities and schooling institutions were among the first to be corrupted. That you took your kids out of the school. I have been hearing very much the same thing from many parents. They took eight and nine-year-olds and made them uh, deconstruct their, their racial and identity to figure out whether they were an oppressor or the oppressed. Eight-year-olds, right? I mean, this is really damaging education program on these eight and nine-year-old boys. And it wasn't about support. It was about... It, it, we felt like it was more about trying to convince them, like, hey, come on over. And the boys started to get confused. Then our kindergartner was told to write a letter to the Cleveland Indians objecting to their mascot. Now, he's six. The result being multiple generations of people growing up filled with bad information from the earliest possible age, making it harder to overcome even when they see conflicting information with their very eyes. Science has degenerated from a pursuit of data, logic, and reason to a dogmatic edifice of almost religious belief systems. Information has become more abundant, while actual education has done nothing but decline over the decades. The modern human being has no idea where their food comes from, how their laws work, and that their money is based on absolutely nothing more than faith. We live as consumers only given the requisite information to part with our dollars to whomever pulls at our emotional strings the best. We have been manipulated into long workdays specifically because it makes for a purchase-happy public. Keeping our free time scarce means people pay a lot more for conveniences, gratification, and any other relief they can buy. 
It keeps us watching TV and its commercials, and it keeps us from following our ambitions. We have been led into a culture that has been engineered to leave us tired, hungry for indulgence, and willing to pay a lot for conveniences and entertainment while we're vaguely dissatisfied with our lives so that we continue wanting things that we don't have. We buy so much because it always seems like something is still missing. We have no idea what we are as a species and have been filled with nothing but bad information that comes apart at the seams once you peel back the layers and apply even a hint of scrutiny. Why don't we know all of this? Why weren't we told in the schools or the media? Because no one is ever going to educate you on how to overthrow them. This has been done on purpose over a long period of time to turn self-sustaining, healthy humans into poisoned, ignorant consumers completely dependent on the institution for their survival. The obvious endgame for this entire endeavor being perpetrated on the humans of the world is control. The uncomfortable truth is not control in the sense you may think. Control in the sense of livestock. Those at the so-called top of our society harvest human energy. Not in some mythical, soul-sucking action we see in the movies. It's actually much simpler. In 1971, they have created a medium by which all human energy is measured. Fiat money. Prior to 1971, it was sound money backed by gold. Something scarce that for now, you can't print out of thin air. Once that gold link was broken, it became fiat money that could be created at will by those in charge and it essentially goes into their bank accounts first at full value. By doing so, they are able to invisibly steal from our pockets through an unnatural means they named inflation. They steal it openly through fees, licenses, and taxes, and covertly through inflation, fractional reserve lending, bailouts, in other complex economic terms, they come up with to scare people away from asking questions. If you think just print more money is ever an okay thing to suggest, then I would strongly recommend you stop this video now and instead watch this short explanation about your currency. It is through this medium of fiat money that every human endeavor is measured and through this medium that every human endeavor can be siphoned. When you create a new piece of technology, a new technique, or provide a service, everything we do we trade for fiat money. That fiat money all comes from the same made-up source. The people at the top of society have created a concept out of thin air and have tricked us over multiple generations to trade anything of value we create for this illusion. In truth, you never buy anything with money. You buy it with the hours of your life you use to get that money. This is the way that those at the top are harvesting our energy. To accomplish this, they must have control of the fiat money system. To show how important this is, one example can be drawn with the Rothschilds family. They are one of, if not the, richest family on earth. For hundreds of years, they have owned mining, drilling, and banking industries all around the world. In nearly every country on every part of the globe, there's a Rothschild's owned bank that often controls the money supply. Unknown to most of the general public, the Federal Reserve is no more federal than Federal Express. It is a privately owned bank sitting on its own private land that does not have to abide by US law. The Rothschilds family owns a large portion of the Federal Reserve Bank. In 2000, there were only seven countries that did not have a Rothschilds owned bank. Then something happened in 2001 that created a reaction from the US military to bring democracy to the good people of Afghanistan and Iraq. By 2003, these countries had a brand new Rothschilds owned bank. After an ongoing, by 2011, two additional countries were the new benefactors of the Rothschilds owned bank. Many people assume that those wars were about controlling the oil. But you don't have to control the oil if you control the money that is used to pay for that oil. After a constant stream of new war gone on for decades, there was a lapse of four years during the Trump administration without any news. 
Then on President Biden's first week in office, there was an immediate talk about the threat Iran has against our freedom. And on his 36th day in office, he started drops in Syria on Iran-backed targets. This may give you an idea of how important it is to control the money system. This control runs deep. The reason we need to be controlled is so that the harvest can continue on a controlled population of what is essentially livestock. We are farmed, the same way we farm cows, chickens, or honeybees. Thousands of bees toil for days collecting pollen, but at the end of it all, the beekeeper comes and takes away the majority of the honey created by the efforts of those thousands of bees without a second thought for all of the work expended by them. That is what our world is. Now we are at a point where the livestock population is getting too large and too wise to control effectively. The bigger and wiser the population gets, the more potential there is for unexpected events outside of the control structure of the elite. Those protests against Wall Street continued to grow across the country today here in New York. In 2011, an uprising began. Groups of hundreds of thousands of people started a movement called Occupy Wall Street as they saw big banks and financial elites using criminal banking practices to quietly steal money away from every citizen around the world. The intent of Occupy Wall Street was to call out this elite parasitic class. However, those who control the money not only control the governments, but control the media as well. They fought back and used their media influence to misdirect the problem the people were seeing of the elite to a problem of race. The media simply changed the topic of the global conversation, a tactic you'll see again and again. The mention of news about Occupy Wall Street dramatically started to plummet as a cultural problem of was suddenly surfaced. This turned the cameras off of the elite and pointed the lenses between the citizens. The purpose of setting the population against itself is to deflect everyone from issues that could unite them a very old divide-and-conquer technique. With this distraction, a plan that started in 1996 continued in motion. The plan comes with many names. It is put on by a handful of billionaires and powerful groups that have been in the shadows pulling the puppet strings for decades. Among them are the World Economic Forum, industrial complex. The acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. These are very powerful people who are openly stating they want even more control. 